Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, welcome back. It's my mate, Bottle Toaster, Tom Pressey, with you as ever. And uh, this week, I've got a fantastic pair of guests on. We've gone for a we've gone for a duo again. First time since we had scummy mummies on. Actually, we've got two people on at once. Um, and I'm very, very pleased to welcome these guys. They are well, first and foremost, they're school teachers, but also fantastic, funny, funny guys. Brilliant podcasters. They've got a book out as well. Uh, they're called Two Mr. P's. Lee and Adam Parkinson. Welcome to my mate, Bottle Toaster. Oh, thank you very much for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure, guys. I'm really looking forward to this. I, I love what you do. I love your pod. Um, I saw your show at the podcast festival recently, and I just uh, it was just, it was just great. It was great to see all the memories of primary school. It was yeah. great to see all the stories coming in thick and fast, thick and fast. But it was also great to see a load of teachers out on the lash. Well, yeah, and boy, do we lash! <laughs> um, we, we've, we've just started the live tour, and um, yeah, every venue that we go to, they're always really surprised at how much, how much alcohol the teachers put away. <laughs> when they come to one of our live shows um they just don't expect it and yeah we pr- pretty much clear them out so <laughs> yeah um <laughs> do your um do your colleagues at the schools that you teach do you teach at the same school no, same no. Like, l- local schools but no we've never worked at the same yeah. school that would be too much that would be it, no, yeah, would. too many peas for that pod yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no school is big enough for the two of you <laughs> what's it like when teachers go on the lash because in my head i still think of the tv show teachers which i used to love when i was younger and i really thought about getting into yeah. teaching watching that is it quite, uh, do you sort of go for it or is it quite sort of hold, held back? Well, Adam does, yeah. He loves it. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, we're just human at the end of the day, aren't we? So it's not too different to to what, well, to be fair, if you, if you catch a group of teachers, you know, at the end of a half term, yeah. then it can get a little bit rowdy at the end of the year. Yeah. That's when things can go a little bit turbo. Um but yeah, I think it's when we can let our air down because it is just so hard during the term to sort of keep a straight face certain times and not swear. That's the worst one, not <laughs> not being able to swear. So when it comes to like half term, if you're on a night out, it, you just let it all out, yeah. let it all out, and all the Fs and Jeffs and the rest of it. <laughs> Do you know, like when you know you you break the seal when you're drinking and you just go to the toilet constantly, as mm. as like part of school staff, you can never really get to the toilet at school because you're constantly with children. So when you're on the lash, you don't mind breaking the seal. You enjoy the comforts of having <laughs> leisurely toilet time. <laughs> and when you yeah. when you need to go to the toilet when you're on the lash with primary school teachers, do you have to put your hand up or can you guys just go? <laughs> Well, again, we take we take liberties to just go whenever we want. The freedom oh. is exhilarating. You were saying just then, Lee, that we're only human. And to, to be honest, in my head and in a lot of my listeners' heads who've got uh, kids in primary school, you're not only human. You are primary school teachers are angels sent from above. They are unbelievable. Superheroes. They may, they are. You guys are genuinely. Yeah. Everyone who who works at uh, the school that my kids go to, they're fucking amazing. We love them so much. Yeah. So they are. Know. Yeah. It's like everyone does, it, it, unless you write for a certain type of newspaper or you're in charge of funding education, everyone else <laughs> seems to appreciate the sort of hard work, dedication and how amazing teachers are in so many different different ways, apart yeah. from the people who make decisions about teaching. Apart from, the, <laughs> apart from the people with millions of people who buy their comic newspapers and exactly. the people who make the decisions. But this is what the great thing about podcasting is, is that, you know, you get a voice and you get to write rant about things like that you get to enjoy your job do you think it's made you enjoy your job more because you always you, you see the funny side and you're always looking for the angle that you'll take onto the podcast i think so yeah i mean i've i i love teaching i love being in class with a group of kids and teaching them stuff and helping them 
grow as a person in so many different ways, whether that's intellectual, intellectually, if I can actually say it, if it's, <laughs> that's a great uh, word to you know, stuff up. socially, yeah. whatever it might, I know, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all the other stuff that I absolutely detest. It's all the mm. other nonsense that's come into teaching that has taken it from a really desirable, respected job to one where, you know, I think behind HGV drivers now, it's one of the most sought after jobs in in the country, which is, it says a lot, doesn't it? So, um, but yeah, with the podcast, it really does. I mean, what I love about the podcast is the way it seems to help a lot of other teachers and a lot of other school staff. So it's almost like we've created this little community and people are able to, you know, I think sometimes if you're in the wrong school, if you're not in the school that's sort of right for you, you can feel that little bit isolated, especially over the past couple of years where teachers were working in bubbles and they weren't able to sit in a staff room and chat and catch up with everyone. Mm. I think our podcast became almost like that little staff room for for a lot of staff. And so that for me is what makes it amazing. So yeah, it does. I mean, we're always on the lookout for funny stories and things that happen in school, mm. but um, every day is different. So there's always, there's always something that happens and you, straight away I'm like, that'll go on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having that, I'm having that. Well, yeah. I, I feel the same way when you uh, guys sent me a lot of the things that you've been buying on Amazon. I've got to say, Adam, Lee sent me a lot more than you did, mate. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I have to admit, he, he buys a lot more Tosh than I do. Yeah. I feel like my purchases yeah. are, are very much more serious. <laughs> yeah. You can say that. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, no, absolutely, I mean, to be fair, I had, Do you know what my issue was? When I first joined Amazon, I think it was around about 2011, Mm. something like that it, my obsession was dvds i mean i had i had the most insane dvd collection so throughout 2011 and 2012 it was all dvds dvd box sets what sort of stuff movies that movies there was band of brothers in there there was uh, yeah. the wire in there there was sopranos in there and then yeah. movies but i went through a mel gibson phase i don't want that to reflect <laughs> bad on me you know with with what he yeah, went this, through, was before. this was before this yeah, was before i bought before like the it, it, it was, i mean i should have it really there was there was there was six in a row mel gibson films that I, mean, I bought adam adam that is the idea you send me the stupid stuff you've done on amazon and the first thing you sent me adam is from 2015 and it's kenzie my life <laughs> on the 24th of what even is February. that kenzie of blazing squad fames autobiography <laughs> I mean, what a book! Yeah, yeah a book. Yeah, he's yeah, bought, yeah. Well, he's oh bought, my god! To be fair, he's bought a book. I mean, that's great. You're literary. That's really important, Adam. Really is that the only book that. you've bought on Amazon? No, no, not the only book, Lee. Don't worry, mate. He's also oh, bought god. on right. the same day, mate. On the same day, <laughs> why men love bitches. <laughs> Over I mean, one million copies sold to Adam alone. I have to be. I have to be honest. I have to be honest. Oh here, my with god! That, with that, uh, with that, why men love bitches. Basically, I had a friend who'd recently <laughs> been cheated on and been. Right. Dumped by a boyfriend. So for nice. her birthday, I bought a Why Men Love Bitches. And I'm sure it says on the front of it, from doormat to dream girl. And it yes. Was, yeah. Yes. And it was kind of like a um, a guide of becoming... Tra- and, and then, and then you know, this is what, you know, great exclusive for your pod here, is yeah. that girl ended up marrying one of my best friends. Oh my God, that's yeah. adorable. I know, I know. Oh, and they've got a child. You, oh, what? Are you claiming that you had an, you were Cupid in that situation by yeah, handing the book? I, I was telling my mate that she was a right bitch. <laughs> Are you telling me that there is currently a child on planet Earth that exists because of the book Why Men Love Bitches? Exactly. From Doormat to Dream Girl. Well, that's good. I mean, it's a slightly rough way of saying girl power and, you know, be, yeah. be your own woman, but fucking hell, that's what The best result, thing was, is. I gave the girl, the girl Why Men Love Bitches and I gave my best mate Kenzie's book and he modelled his look <laughs> see you at the crossroads I'm still in shock you bought a book off Amazon I do <laughs> find us on Twitter and Instagram at Toaster Pot is the name we're trying to jam it's simple like a sunny film with cheese and ham at Toaster Pot at Toaster Pot at Toaster Pot I swear it's not a scam I think we're learning a lot about this sibling relationship here. All right, well let's let's flip yeah, over yeah. to you, Lee, and we can see the first thing you bought. Uh, I, I have to I have to start here by just saying that this has been um, petrifying for myself. Now I've been listening to a few of the episodes in yeah. the build up to this, and I think was it Alex Zane you had on? Oh my and god. His- number of Amazon purchases were quite high. We've never I had higher. Sure. You, you've not gone higher than him, have you? I reckon I have done, oh, yeah. 
I reckon I reckon I must be up there as but I, in my defense I as a married man now have a shared Amazon account with my wife well so I put most of it down to her because she's a serial like the other day the delivery driver <laughs> dropped something else off and uttered the words to me you do know your wife pays half my wages <laughs> And I went, oh, I bet she does. <laughs> so that just gives you an idea of how, how many things wow. just to, wow. just, house just to be clear, wow. all the dildos are Lee's. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get them on Amazon. Um, <laughs> oh, you can, mate. Yeah. You absolutely can. You can, Lee. Oh, you can? Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. We'll get on to that in yeah. a bit. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it comes to something when you we know our Amazon driver, like, and he literally walks off and says, "See you tomorrow," and I'm like, "How yeah, do you yeah. know I might I might not have something tomorrow?" <laughs> oh no, yep, here you are. It's tomorrow, yeah. and you're, you're back. It's um, no, it, it's scary, it's, isn't it? And it's it the convenience scary. of it as well. Like, I'm a sucker for that now because I'm walking distance from like the Trafford Centre, a huge, big, you know, shopping complex. But there's mm. it's the, my worst nightmare now is actually going outside to go into a shop. I know. I can't think of anything worse. It's just. I'd rather just order it and then just be chilling out, get delivered, job done. Um, all right, so uh, Lee, yeah. uh, 14th of March 2003, and I sense yeah. that you are studying at this point because uh, here's a man who has got no intention of actually reading the real thing. He's a York noter to his absolute core, this guy. Uh, he's got the York Notes of 1984. I mean, mate, 1984, yeah. one of the simplest books in the world. You do not, the, the book is in itself the York Notes, I would say. Uh, also, the yeah. York Notes, you've got the York Notes, again, <laughs> Brave New World by Aldous Huxley, one of the shortest books I've ever read. You've got the York Notes there as well. So we're York Notesing here. <laughs> this, is, this is really, really embarrassing. So I did English, I did English Lit, for a level so this is me in upper sixth not bothering to read the actual books we were studying i i don't know if this is because i got i think i got a d english lit Mm. and i can tell you now i didn't read a single one of the books (laughs) in in i didn't i didn't really pick up reading until um until i was like fully grown adult beginning to be once i was a teacher that's when i was i started to realize you know sat through a few lectures about the importance of reading how you know um amazing it can be and that that's when i first started really reading in my school days i hated it i just was not interested at all so mm. i managed to get through an a level english lit getting a d by not even reading. So there's what? What else was in? So there was Brave New World in 1984. Yeah, in York Notes form. I bet you've never even been to York as well. Um, the Great War no. in British Literature. That's quite, that's long. Fuck, that's dull. Uh, well, oh my God, oh my God. Because we had to do loads of war war poems. But that's written by uh, a man called Adrian Barlow, who is literally my best friend's dad. That is really? A, that's unbelievable. Oh my God, his, his <laughs> name just leapt off. That's so funny. No way. My be- my best yeah. man, my best mate. I've known him since I was two. His dad is Adrian Barlow, and he wrote this book, The Great War in British Literature. What's your mate called? Yeah. Ed, Edwards, Edwards oh, I was Barlow. hoping for Peter. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, or Gary. <laughs> or Gary, every time, every time. Um, so, God, that's weird. Fucking yeah, so that's my claim to fame. Yeah, uh, or my, my yeah, didn't, didn't actually read any of those books, but somehow still got a D. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't know if that says much, much <laughs> says about the exam system at the time. Because that's when people would say they'd pass anyone. I genuinely yeah. thought your claim to fame was going to be that you bought a book that Tom from the Toaster Pods mates the dad of. <laughs> that's my claim to fame. Like, wow, that is clutching. It's some that serious is. straws. <laughs> That'll do, guys. Yeah. Well, I, I just... So what year was, yeah, 2000, March as well. So mm. we're talking only months before the exam as well. I'd left it late there. Also, worryingly, possibly near the time when you were taking driving lessons and doing your driving test. I hope you didn't have the same approach to your driving tests with this. Uh, well, I actually did uh, fail my... Um, theory first time because it was just as the hazard perception was brought in it got much harder didn't it overnight well it was and it was sort of you didn't know whether in the beginning you didn't know whether it had registered your click so I overclicked I got a little bit too giddy overclicked and failed it so yeah um But I know I don't I don't even think I brought bought a highway code that's not in there is it no that's possibly you couldn't get it as an app no, it wasn't around as an app. You'd have to right. get the book. Back in the old days, so, back in the old days. Um, yeah. Okay, fine. All right. So a few textbooks there, which you've uh, skipped over and got yourself a D. Interesting. I'm interested in the in the reading thing, though. That is because it is so important for kids to read, isn't it? And that is. Oh, fact, in fact, I, you were telling me about this. That the, the kids that read are the ones who go on to better things. It's just a known thing. Yeah, yeah. So the research has shown 
the big the single biggest indicator of how successful children will be later on in life. Yeah. The single biggest indicator is whether they read for pleasure. And uh, I just wish I knew that when I was younger. <laughs> and I wish I would have just. And and this is where I'm I'm trying to set a much better example for my own children. Yeah. Um, and I read to them as much as I possibly can do. And even though my two sons um, are struggle with their reading, they're both dyslexic. But mm. I just read and loud to them. They just absolutely love so stories. Good. They love books, and it's just so. Yeah. It's that human connection with it as well. Storytelling. It's so so important. So even though you know I'm sort of bragging saying I didn't read my, I just wish I would because I, I would have got a much better. Mind. Mark, yeah, and yeah. you know, probably would have been a lot more successful than uh, than I am. And when you're reading to your kids, do do they enjoy Kenzie My Life? Or <laughs> well, yeah, I went more for Marcel. I've got the I've got the other Blazing Squads. We've got it in an anthology. Each one of them, uh, their own story, and you know, yeah. one each night. We have we read one and then he reads the other, and then we flip reverse it. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's good. Oh, come on. That is pure gold. Oh, yeah. I love that. Uh, All right, well, listen, uh, let's come back to you then, talking of flipping reverse here. Adam, we'll come back to you. Uh, 2016 here, you've got the Cheatwell Games Humbug Board oh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Oh, now, if, 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 Tell us if about people... This. So, basically, when we, were, when we were kids, our parents had uh, this game called Humbug, and they used to play mm. it with their mates. Clearly, like, when you, were, when you were younger, you didn't know what was going on. I mean... They were all putting the keys in a bowl. I had no idea what was happening. Um, but they were basically... That's not a game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But basically, they, they, they used to cry laugh. Like, our parents used to cry laugh about this humbug game. So, obviously, Christmas came around and we started playing it. But the problem was, it was going from, like, 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s. That was when it basically mm. stopped. It was a proper old-school humbug. So, in 2016... I had a little look and they'd done an updated version with like 90s noughties. So I bought oh. the I bought the the the, uh, the game. But the problem is with the game is, you know, I actually think I'm a really good hummer, but <laughs> but no one ever gets my ones. Um, and then I start kind of acting it out. And then, you know, I remember doing knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door and I was humming it and I was knocking and then pointing to the sky <laughs> to try and get people to guess it. That's not, that's not how it works, no. mate. That's not how it works. No, but see, I have to say, I mean, if you, if I think you should, I think you should have a go now. I think we'll yes. be the judge of whether you can hum or not. Okay. All right. Here's a song. Should we give him a decade? Should we give him? Uh, well, yeah. Let's give you uh, right. let's give you nineties, please. Come okay. on. I need nineties. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, 90s. Right. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Nineties. Yeah. Right. Nineties. Yeah. Come on. Oasis. No, no, I've got, I've on, got one. I've got it in my head. You're a northern you, you lad. Put, right, putting me off. Right, one sec. Um, I know it. Oh, Brian Adams. Yeah, I did it for you. Yes. Yeah, you see, 1991. Okay, okay. I had a bow and arrow here though. But then I realised I don't have my camera on. I'm standing in a river in Nottinghamshire. Listen, listen, guys, we might have just stumbled upon a new podcast format. This is a fucking great. Okay, right, I'll do one. I'll do one. Ready? Okay, let's see what you guys like. Is this nineties as well? What, what decade are we going for? I'm going to, I'm going to stick with nineties. Yeah, don't forget, he's talking to a man who who works on magic. Oh yeah. So right. I am. Oh, oh he's going to have a back catalog now. Just put yourself. Imagine you're sitting in the back of a cab on the way home, drunk with magic on the radio. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. This is tri- it's a tricky one. I'm not going to go for an obvious one. Okay. Right. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Aerosmith. <laughs> don't want to miss you. Oh! You sleep. You've, that's you've, my wedding. I cannot that's believe out of all the song. songs. That's his wedding song. It's my favourite film. His favourite film. Favourite film. <laughs> Armageddon. When, when I when I what a movie. When I worked at Odeon Cinemas for a for a rough about a month, and you know, obviously everyone has the name tag with the favourite film underneath. I was known yeah. as Adam Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a kick-ass name, though. Adam Armageddon sounds like a wrestler. <laughs> Yeah, but it also sounds like a, it also feels like a mindset. You know, like what mood are you in today, Adam? Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what's crazy though? Do you know what I always tell this? It what's crazy is my interview at Odeon. People don't believe me. I sat there and they obviously asked me just the, you know, what would your customer service be like and this and this. The last question that they asked me on my Odeon interview, and I remember clear as day where I was, sat there opposite this guy and he goes, "If you could compare yourself to any movie character, who would it be and why?" <sighs> Oh, and wow, I thought, what, what a question. question. And the weirdest thing yeah. is, I kind of had already planned this question. So I said, no. yeah. So so my answer straight away was 
John McLean in uh, Die Hard. And he went, why would you say that? I said, because if terrorists took over the Trafford Centre, I feel like I would be the one to fight back. And it was basically like, he offered me the job in the room. He was like, welcome to the squad. Wow. <laughs> the blazing squad. I think if they just saw you in a vest, the terrorists would run away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Uh, right, Lee, come on. We've got to do the rule of three. We've oh, got to right. have you hum one as well. Come on. Okay, I'll go, I'll go 90s. I'll go 90s, okay, but I'll go for a bit of a different genre. Let's see if we can yeah. get this one. You ready? Don't start rapping. All right. California love. California dream. California love it. There we go. Is it love? California love, yeah. Yes. California love two-pack featuring Dr. Dre. Yeah. Oh, God, I feel I feel really cool now that I knew that song, although that was pretty big chart. But you said you said California dreams. Isn't that Katie Perry? <laughs> I thought is it not Beach Boys? The Eagles. Well? Yeah, I tell you what yeah. though, Humbug. Anyone looking for a game for Christmas? It's an absolute belter. Yeah. I didn't know this. Guys, I've never heard of this game. Oh, it's, it's, honestly, it is so so good. I, I'm surprised, Magic Magic DJ. Yeah, mate. I know. Well, listen, there's some great reviews on here as well. Five stars from Ian Walker. It's a really funny game that we can have plenty of laughs with and well worth the money. Um, this game says Dummy took us all back to our childhood. We had great fun playing this, and then we got Amy. Yeah. One star waste of money. Oh, fuck. Oh, Amy. Do you know what Amy is? She's sober. Amy can't hum. Yeah. <laughs> She's so deaf, isn't she? She'd have just been like, nah, 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 nah. Like, it was Wonderwall, guys. Like, oh my God, Amy, would yeah. you leave? <laughs> Hello, it's Mr. P here. And the other Mr. P. And we are the hosts of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast. The educational podcast where you don't actually learn a thing. No, instead we explore the weird, wonderful and downright hilarious things that happen in school from people actually doing the job. We reminisce on our own time at school, funny things we experience each day. And of course, we share your hilarious stories from the chalk face. So if you work in a school or just want a nostalgic trip down memory lane, sit up straight, fingers on lips, and get ready for the lesson. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, good. Okay, let's bounce over to you now, Lee. Uh, let's head into yeah. 2015, please. Uh, a couple of interesting purchases here. February 2015, again, bought on the 24th of February, which is weird because Adam's been buying stuff on the 24th of February as well. I don't know what's going on with right. you guys. Then, um, Dumb and Dumber costume, a men's Lloyd tuxedo outfit, <laughs> £48.50. Right, yeah. So this will be Adam's costume for his stag do. Was that 2015, Adam? Yeah, 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 yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we we promised after my stag do that we would never ever go back to Benidorm, and then because someone actually said yes to Adam, we broke that promise and went back to Benidorm. <laughs> so oh, uh, wow. we decided to put him in an outfit, um, and what better than Dumb and Dumber classic? But here was the thing: we got Adam to um, we got Adam to pack his bag. Then I took his bag home, um, and then left it at home. And then just presented him with the Dumb and Dumber outfit at the airport. So he had to wear the Dumb and Dumber outfit. <laughs> and this was the thing. It wasn't even a decent, you know, you know, like the fancy dress. It's not even, what no, sort of material disgusting. is it? It's plasticky it is, yeah, sort of. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's horrible material. The worst thing about that was obviously I'd, I'd 
I'd done some shopping. I'd got a couple of like brand new NBA vests, which I like to wear on holiday. And I'd I'd packed my bag. I thought I'm going to look decent here. This is like, you know, I was still relatively single at the time. No, I'm joking. But I was just like, you know, know, feeling good about myself. And then when my bag got, this is the worst bit. I had to be in that orange tuxedo for for oh. four nights right oh, um, you must have and my boxes yeah. i had a cast Stinks on as well I'd, bro- I'd broke my uh i'd broke my wrist uh three days before oh. in a football game and oh. i had the same boxes on and basically the worst bit about it was i feel so sick it, it was the same day as the ash cloud or oh, no it wasn't the ash cloud sorry it was the french <laughs> airstrike uh, so yeah. on our way back, our flight got cancelled. Luckily, Lee and our other brother were on the last flight, like the last known flight to make it out. Me and my oh. dad and about 10 of my mates got stranded for five more nights. And I was what? walking around the airport <laughs> in this orange suit that was covered in all sorts. I was stinking oh. like never before. And then the worst bit was, and I, and I don't want to, you know, take this this podcast down a level, but we went back oh, to, no. we went back to Benidorm. And I said to the lads, I said, listen, my stag's over now. Like, let's have a few days holiday. I'm going to go out and buy some clothes. So I went and bought two things. I bought a double XL One Direction tour t-shirt. <laughs> I bought a double XL Benidorm football top. And when I got home, I pulled my... <laughs> I pulled my pants down and in my boxes, it was filled with crap and blood. <laughs> and my mates just immediately started throwing up. And in the in the bedroom, it was just like the windows were open, the patio, my, my orange suit went on the Benidorm streets. I mean, I even think if there was a homeless guy naked walking past, picked up that suit, I bet they'd have been like, nah, you're all right. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Oh what, god! Why was, why was that blood? Um, <laughs> I think blood? I think basically what happens on stag stays on yeah. stag. <laughs> exactly, this is yeah. horrific. Yeah. This is, I feel so ill. I think Sticky Vicky you, was ill. You. Sticky Vicky was ill that night. I think I performed in a place. <laughs> <laughs> Just to um, give you an idea of what what happened, like what you know happened on that stag do. On one of the first nights, um, we were all in the pub, and obviously we get we get we're having a few drinks, getting a bit you know, loud and leery. And then this yeah. Hindu came in and oh there was almost like this little stage in the corner of the pub. So someone just said to Adam, I think the song came on, it might've been Pony by Genuine or something like that. stay away. <laughs> yeah. So everyone sort of threw Adam up on the stage and he started dancing. He started doing sort of a, almost like a, you know, a magic mic type dance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this Hindu were all for it. They were like, wee, wee. and, what we'd not realised was that they'd gone to that pub because they'd booked a stripper um, for oh, the Hindu, no. but then oh, they no. were convinced that Adam was the stripper. So oh, wow. <laughs> a little bit That's... later, this guy rocked up and they were all like, oh no, we've already had him. He's that guy in the orange suit over there. Wow. <laughs> That's how much of an amazing job I was doing. And the funny thing is, obviously Magic Mike was already out, but the sequel yeah. came out, I think a year later and it was called Magic Mike XXL. I think it was named after me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did think they were catfish. They were like, you look nothing like on the picture. Let's come back to you, Lee. This is quite an interesting one. 2017. You've really, you've gone for it here, mate. £339 you spent on the UPair 1 RC quadcopter drone with 4K yeah. full HD camera. Are you into drones or are you a sex pest? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I don't want to judge you uh, or, or what you do or, or your hobbies. But whenever I yeah. see a drone, it's always a man who's got it. It's always yeah. a man who owns a drone. And they're always usually in the park on a sunny day and they're standing in the corner. It's basically the modern equivalent of, of standing in the corner with a Mac on. That's what I'm seeing. I, I'm just, I, I just love my gadgets. I'm, I'm really yeah. into my gadgets and uh, I'd always fancied a bit of a drone. Um, mm. So yeah, I got it. And, and I use it all the time. I use it quite a lot f- in my school. 
Um, so we've done we've done like tours. I've got you know I filmed the ground school grounds and the children do sort of narrations over the top, and that's on our school website. Oh. Um, at sports day for years, we've always sort of live streamed sports day um, on oh. Facebook. I for feel parents guilty now for suggesting you <laughs> yeah. were, were wrong. You thought he was really like sweet. You thought he was like Inspector Gadget, like go go gadget nonce. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just go, go, catch your nuts. <laughs> What's the moral of the story, Penny? You've got to delete your internet history. Um, oh, that is that's so cool. That's lovely. So yeah, so we've actually used it quite a lot in class. I took it on a residential as well, so I was filming it while they were doing all the activities on a residential. Kids absolutely it, love it. Well, it is amazing, isn't it? As soon as you use a drone. Yeah. It, it, it looks incredible. It looks like a professional yeah. Hollywood film outfit have turned up, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. And it's the quality you get on it, it's absolutely incredible. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it is one of the more expensive ones, but I think I've got good use. I should, really, I should have bought it out of the school budget because I've used it mostly at my school. But Claim yeah. it back, claim it back. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. quite right. It's, but it's quite fun, though. You can, you know, you can freak your neighbours out because it makes quite a threatening sort of... It's, a lot, it's got a sort of angry... Uh, angry kind of swarm of bees noise going on. If you just yeah. put it over your neighbour's fence and they hear that, you can freak people out with it. It's quite fun. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I watch News Round with the kids today. You know, like BBC News Round, we always put it on at yeah. snack time at school. And I was mm. watching it, and today, funnily enough, it was about this guy, this proper gutted guy, was it was <laughs> droning over these alligators, and an alligator jumped out of the water and bit his drone and, and dragged it into the water. <laughs> and the guy was just like, yeah, so this is my drone. This is what's left of my drone. <laughs> he went... I don't think my bosses are going to be very happy. I was laughing my head off. I've got to say, there there, need, there needs to be uh, a, there must be a Twitter account dedicated to men whose gadgets are destroyed because it oh, is, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's when they're a grown man and it's basically they turn into the five year old whose Lego's been broken. There was oh, there was this thing for a while. There was this craze. People would queue up to buy the new iPhone or the new Xbox, and they'd buy two, one for themselves, and then they get the other one. They go and stand next to the queue of people queuing for this new thing, and then they get it out and they film themselves doing it, and they'd just smash it to smithereens. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> just to really freak people out. Oh, yeah, that yeah. annoy me. Um, annoy but me I tell so you what, much. it can be quite temperamental sometimes. You know, there's been a couple of close shaves where they, where I'm trying to control the drone. Don't. <laughs> it starts towards, <laughs> just starts nose diving towards the kids, and I'm like, Was, no. no. Oh my back. god. That's a letter back to the parents you don't want to write, isn't it? I thought you were going to say, it accidentally took itself into the single mother's garden on my street. <laughs> she was sunbathing at the time. I don't know what he was doing. It was a malfunction, I swear. <laughs> it, I, uh, it did it three days in a week. Yeah, it just malfunctions a lot, like I'm saying. All right, uh, Adam, we'll come back to you now. Uh, this this fits as well. I mean, I'm guessing this is what you wore uh, when you went back to uh, Spain in 2016. Uh, a rowdy, roddy pipe t-shirt talk to us about yeah. Roddy, Roddy well Piper. the thing is with me is i've never been massive into my fashion I- <laughs> never never has a truer statement been said put it this wow. way that that dumb and dumber suit on my stag is the most expensive suit i've ever wore <laughs> um and yeah and, and, I, and I, listen i was a massive massive wrestling fan I, like i was yeah. i was proper I was a proper wrestling head, and I still, really? I still look Hulk, back. Hulk Hogan kind of era. That well, sort of I, I was a massive yeah. Hogan fan, but then I went back in. I went, you know, we we, we would we were watching it together, really, in the Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior, then then Bret yeah. Hart, Shawn Michaels phase. Then we kind of took a little bit of a break when we were starting to get into football and things like that. But then when you mm. realise that you didn't have to just do football, you could you could still like other stuff. We got right back into it during the Attitude Era of the Rock, Stone Cold, you know. All of yeah. that kind of stuff, and and I, I'm not gonna. We were I look sort back of the perfect the, age for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Because when it, it was, went a, that little bit more risque, it wasn't as squeaky mm. clean as the Hulk Hogan era, which yeah. was perfect yeah. when we were like seven, six, seven. When it came yeah. to the Attitude era, uh, era, and we were that little bit older, we were sort of teenagers. We were sort of you know finding stuff out, and they were coming out with all the different sort of uh, yeah. you know hand gestures and all. It was just perfect timing. It was the perfect. One of my favorite all time childhood days was when we got new mattresses and we threw our old mattresses out and we basically asked our dad mum, our mum was working we asked our dad oh, dad can we put them in the garden create like a bit yeah. of a wrestling ring and he was like yeah no worries 
obviously our dad was just easy life. Yeah, go, go, just be careful. Yeah, just be elsewhere. Be somewhere where I'm not. Yeah. The problem was we we put we put like four mattresses outside, covered the garden, and we got the ladders out, we got the chairs oh, yeah. out, and then the best bit was uh, we 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 had a belt, didn't we? We had we had the the Parky Championship belt, which me, yeah. Lee, and our other brother Ryan used to wrestle for, and we'd we'd arrange matches. <laughs> And, and it, the best bit was our brother Ryan. He used to we used to call him the Rhino because he was quite big, and yeah. he used to have his own finisher. But it was an original. No one ever did it, and it was called the Rhino no. Slam. And, I, and I'm not going to lie, how no one broke the neck, I will never know. But <laughs> oh God, tell us what tell us how, so how it, it looks. Was, what it does was he do? basically like a normal slam, but instead you curled the head under the arm, Jesus and then Christ. you kind of DDT'd yeah. them in the same way as a slam. Uh, I mean, to be fair to our brother Rhino. <laughs> he had decent techers. Uh, well, as in like, because we're not we're not rolling around at this minute in time. Yeah, we're still um, walking. But the best bit was, I mean, I remember. I think I had a slight injury, maybe a neck tweak, and uh, Lee and Ryan ended up fighting for the championship. I was special guest referee, but because I was special guest referee, I announced it was a first blood match. Now we'd never done one of these before, but our parents were out, so it was anything goes. Now Lee and Ryan were beating shades of shy out of each other until our brother Ryan, old Rhino, couldn't get it done with a, a Rhino slam. He ended up picking up the house phone, which was brand new because it was cordless. And he cracked Lee over the head with this cordless phone. A little bit of claret comes down. I'm ringing the bell. And then I attack Ryan. It was, it was, I'm talking. We could have gone big with the Parky wrestling brand. I'm telling you. Oh my God. How old were you at this point? 25. There you go. That is absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Good times. Good days. Do you you ever feel now when you're in charge of kids, are you like, oh, I really want these kids, whether they're your own kids, the kids in your families or the kids you teach. Do you ever think I really want them to get those same memories? And how can I? Because there's little you could. There's not much you can do to sort of artificially create that. You've got to let them discover those moments, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, having so I've got ten year old triplets, so I constantly feel like I'm a WWE referee at the minute. That's all I seem to do is just separate them. They just are at that age now where they're constantly, you know, like when these they're just not doing anything. But one of them decides, I'm just going to go over to my brother and just like kick him. Just, just, oh just see what oh. happens if I kick it. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. my life at the minute. Just That yeah. triggers me a lot. In fact, even that story is making me want to shout, just telling me that story. Because that is <laughs> yeah. my life. My, my nine-year-old is hyperactive. And he, as soon as he's got nothing to do, he just goes up to the other one. It's like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to beatbox at him. I'm going to beatbox at him <laughs> until he punches me in the face. And you can, you can hear this. He goes, and then... <laughs> and just like uh, yeah well when my son goes over to his brother and he's like uh, I'm just going to kick him I'm sliding in the chair I'm going like you're going to do it ring the bell ring the bell no, but Lee, Lee, Lee's one of those dead dramatic referees when they try and push him he rolls over the couch and throws himself <laughs> over so Lee have you got have you got triplet boys no I've got two two identical boys and a girl oh my goodness mate. but my oh, my daughter's mate. like the boss so she the, yeah, yeah. the boys don't really mess with her because she will leather him she, to be fair, she'll love me. All right, good. Okay, excellent. We're going to move on, guys. We're going. Uh, we're going to stick with you, Lee. And yeah. there's a couple of interesting things here. Uh, we've got in 2018. You've bought the Boot Buddy, the newest, fastest, and simplest way to clean your muddy footwear. It's going to clean Game your muddy changer. footwear in less than five in less than five minutes. This can't be it's- real. It's a game changer. It's just talk to me. Well, again, we, with with the kids, they're they're all at football on a Saturday. They're at rugby on a Sunday, and then training through the week. It's non-stop. So, yeah. you know, boot buddy is just right. Boots off at the door. Quick little wash round. Yeah, sparkling brand new in the garage. Good to go, go. For next time. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's brilliant. okay. So it's basically it's basically like uh, the boot equivalent of one of those washing up handles with the fairy liquid inside the handle. The dish it's matic. The dish oh, matic. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, God, it that. is. It is. And it's just. Oh, it's one of them. Man. Facebook absolutely got me. You know how sometimes the adverts on Facebook come up, and you just mm. get targeted. That's how it happened. Saw the boot, buddy. I was like, I need one of these yeah. in my life. And to be yeah. fair, it's one of the rare ones that didn't disappoint. Well, so Facebook and yeah. Instagram advertising is is famously fraught with risk, isn't it? Like a few of them have oh, been really I've, bad, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. And I've uh, I've been duped a couple of times. Like there was have one, you? yeah, there was one that I saw an advert, and it was for a massive bean bag. 
like a huge beanbag. And I was like, I'm having that. And then, and then without even realizing it was just a fake company and I just paid for it and there was no way of getting, getting it back. So I just but didn't also, get my beanbag. It's but such, I got my boot buddy. That's such a basic man thing to do, just to see a big yeah. beanbag. Oh, yeah. He didn't need a big beanbag. You didn't need one, mate. But there's so, I, I know I didn't, I didn't need it. I didn't need it, but I saw it. Someone yeah. jumped into it and sort of disappeared. And to be fair, I just felt like there's my new wrestling ring. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, getting that, really. good, I'm getting good online. I could suplex my kids so clean on that, <laughs> that beanbag. <laughs> I'm getting good online because, I, I, you know, I, I could spend 50 quid on a memo by Paul Chuckle, but I'm refusing to do it. <laughs> like Razor Ruddock. I, I don't know what I enter. I don't know whether it's my Deliveroo account, yeah. but Razor Ruddock pops up on every single one of my socials like, get a video from me. I'm like, Razor, yeah. <laughs> leave me alone. I think if you, eat a, if, if you eat a certain amount of beef, it just heads, it, just, <laughs> it goes in. Your cookies. <laughs> this this guy's gonna love Razor Ruddock. Who who? Which celebrity would you most most like to get a personalized message from? Or Jason most Donovan. Hate? Really? Is he your hero, mate? I'm obsessed. And I'm a bit really? older than you guys. In the eight, in the eighties, him and Kylie. I had the biggest boy yeah. crush on him when I was about eight years old. I didn't quite really? understand what was going on. And it's it's it's, it's honestly, I, I I was completely in love with him. And I, he's the one person in my time at Magic. I've interviewed loads of people, and I've never been starstruck. And there was a moment when I was going to interview him, and I was like, I'm not sure I'll be able to hold it together. Genuinely, <laughs> no way. No, I'm not joking, guys. It's not funny. It's not funny. No, that's quality. I just think out of everyone in the world, if you'd have asked me, who drank this guy wants <laughs> yeah. to wants to get a memo from, Jason Donovan just wouldn't enter my head at all. But fair play. <laughs> Listen, yeah. listen, guys. He was he was the Justin he was Bieber of his day. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. back in the day, man. I remember. I remember, I I remember watching him on. So can you? Sorry, don't leave because I'll get <laughs> emotional. It. I sang when I auditioned for drama school. I sang that as my audition song to try did and you? channel my inner Jason. Yes, mate. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And how did, Look it, how did it go? Well, now I've got my own <laughs> podcast, so who's the winner? Uh, how did it go? It was at East, uh, it was uh, for East 15, really nice drama school, and uh, lots of people was that, wearing... Is like, that a school uh, or a, a band? Well, there's, there's East, East 17 is the, is the band. <laughs> yeah, East, 15, that... East 15 is the well-reputed drama school who, exi- who existed long before East 17, but have right. somewhat been upstaged by the... When they announced the exam results, <laughs> you can stay another year, stay down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that fucking song is not a Christmas song. The Christmas bells. Yeah, the bells at the end make it. It's a cynical stab at the Christmas market. Un- unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I, uh, everyone was singing like musical theatre stuff really seriously in Lycra, and then I stood up and just did. I close my eyes. Everybody, join in. Drew back, and the tutor just stopped me halfway through. And went, thanks. Sit down. Uh, all right, listen, Adam, we're going to go back over to you now. Uh, 2018, again, you, he's a literary guy. He's a literary guy, Lee. I don't know why you're suggesting that he's not literary. He loves his books. He loves reading. You know, he's imaginative. And that's why he's, that's why he's bought on the 25th of February, 2018, Colourful Cox, an adult <laughs> colouring book. <laughs> Because, because, can I just say there are two levels of uh, dip dipshittery going on here. Not yeah. only have you bought an adult colouring book, but if there's one thing that the most basic male knows how to do, it's draw a dick and colour it in. So, is, what year was this again? Uh, 2018. So he was recently. working in a school. You were working in a school there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It was. And you're buying that I remember, sort of book. I remember. I remember what it was, and you're not going to actually believe this, but it's it was for the same person who I bought the Why Men Love Bitches book for. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, it kind of became a uh, a tradition, uh, so to speak. <laughs> and I, I started running out of ideas. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lie, I, you know, I just thought, what does this girl like? Um <laughs> <laughs> Colouring in, yeah, <laughs> and male she members. Likes, well, judging by the cover, the cover of the book "Colourful Cox," she likes uh, big pink dicks with wings. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't like that, mate? Who doesn't like that? You know, you've got. Uh, <laughs> it's extraordinary. You it's could extraordinary. get that colouring book and and colour in what you think Jason's would look like. Oh, don't talk to me about Jason Donovan's dick. <laughs> I am trying to run a podcast here, mate. Stop it. I <laughs> close my eyes. It's cock, it's cock of many colours. 
God. Let's go over back to Lee now then, so we have a quick look at the adult colouring book. I don't think <laughs> we... Swiftly on. Yeah, we don't need to dwell on that. Um, and this is quite poignant. Look, Lee, uh, 2019, you've spent £117 on the uh, a Yeti USB microphone. Is that the microphone that you got when you started doing doing this stuff it was the first proper microphone yeah so when we first started out the podcast um i thought what mics they were like mics i'd got from something it was they were like tiny little clip-on sort of lapel mics the worst quality if you listen yeah. to the first couple of episodes of two mr p's in a podcast it's barely you can hardly hear it because the quality is absolutely shocking yeah um but the blue yeti mic was when we bought him we were like right this is this is the start of it now we're really it was when it started to get i think we'd we'd done off or we'd planned our first show at that point we'd um started to get quite a bit of a, a following and an audience through listening to the podcast so we were like right yeah let's invest mm. in a decent mic to go forward so and how, yeah that was the uh i feel i feel like this is quite you know it's a nice moment to see you guys doing that because this is the beginning of well, not the beginning you've already said you'd already started but this is when things starting to get a bit professional, things starting to lift off. What what was that feeling like? And I, I say this out of interest, but also envy, when you realised that word of mouth was making the numbers go up and up and up. That must have been very exciting. You know, Lee uh, obviously had his, his social media platform. He'd worked tirelessly for years and he built a really strong fan base and stuff. And then went on a holiday, cut a long story, went on a holiday, started talking about funny stories. Lee came up with like, oh, should we do a podcast? We we, we thought of the name together. Two, I mean, two Mr. P's in a podcast. If that doesn't win some sort of podcast name award, <laughs> there's no justice. Um, and, and then when it, I, the funny thing was when it first started, I didn't really know what a podcast was. I'd never really. I still don't. I, I'd never <laughs> listened. I, I think Ricky Gervais and Carl Pilkington, when it was the cartoon kind of thing on Channel 4 years ago, I thought that like that was what it was kind of like, and um, yeah. And then once once the popularity started coming, and, and obviously we had a very strong start due to Lee's following, and then the mm. fact that people stayed with it and were enjoying it, and it started moving on. I always remember there was a point, and it was a conversation. And I don't know if Lee will remember this, but it was a point where I was a I love the cinema, and I was going to the cinema all the time. So Lee, Armageddon. Yeah, oh yeah, obviously. I mean, if it ever gets re-released, <laughs> I'm there. But I, um. <laughs> It, it would be a case of Lee would text me going, can you do a podcast on Tuesday? And I'd go, nah, I've booked to go cinema. And then Lee will be like, all right, well, we need to get another one in soon. And I'll be like, I was like, yeah. And I was very much kind of like, oh, I'll get it done. Just I'll fit it in when I can. And I always yeah. remember Lee saying to me like, Adam, you know, you're actually pretty good at this and people are enjoying it and we're starting to get quite popular. You need to yeah. start thinking is this something i want to commit to so i yeah. do kind of you know owe it all to lee's faith because i am obviously a little bit different to lee uh hence the rowdy ruddy piper and cock book um but like you know when it when it started taking off it's such a it's such a an insane feeling especially just for me working in a school recently you know had young kids and you know, I'm just, I'm absolutely loving every minute of it. Like doing stuff like this. I mean, I'm having, I'm literally having such a whale of a time. It's like a Tuesday night. Normally I'd be sat there <laughs> twiddling my thumbs, definitely chowing down on some crisps of some sort. So you're actually helping my diet as well. Cause I can't, the, 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 the microphone would pick up my heavy crisp noise. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's yeah. an amazing, amazing, um, amazing feeling to know that people enjoy it and it helps. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's really nice to uh, take a moment to do that. I don't think we've ever done that on the on our podcast on the, on this podcast to sort of celebrate yeah. the medium a bit because I, you know, found myself sort of wandering around my career going, "What am I doing? What's going on?" And to have something that you completely control, like yeah. you just know, you must get that Lee. Now you know when it's a good episode. You know what's good. Yeah, like I feel today, yeah. in fact. And you just think, oh, you know, thank I, you very much. Well, you know, it's true though. You just think, yeah, this is great. This is, this is great. Yeah. And just to get that buzz and that kick, and then to see people starting to review you and say this is great, and then to see people turning up at your live gigs, it's it's um, it, it's pretty special. But but am I right in thinking Lee? It still doesn't quite eclipse just being a teacher. Uh, no, it comes close though. Yeah, it's um. And I think just our little niche about teaching, because I don't think there was a, there was, well, there may, may well have been, but I, I, I wasn't aware of it, a sort of uh, podcast about teaching that wasn't really serious. It wasn't, mm. didn't take itself too seriously. It was more just 
sort of celebrating the 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 good side of teaching, the lighthearted moments, the hilarious things that happen. And I think we sort of found a real niche um, that that has resonated with a lot of people, whether they're in education or not. Yeah. And um, yeah, just having that, having that, uh, like you say, control of not having to necessarily answer to everyone. It's our little thing that we we uh, have have started and. Yeah, it is, it is special. And I think that's what's what's great about podcasts as a platform is it's just really revolutionized so many. There's so many um, sort of careers that have been created. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're just kicking off uh, a tour that we're going to be doing over the next year. And there's so many other podcasts that are, in, you know, have managed to create live shows like, you know, um, What's the one that I got onto a while ago? My dad wrote a porno. Mm. Like the success of that one is just unbelievable. Really sort of inspiring. And um, yeah, we just, you know, keep what a ride this wave and see where it can take us. Yeah, it's great. It's so exciting. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Okay, listen, Adam, we're coming back to you for one final one from you. Then we'll do a final one from Lee. Okay. So Adam, there's two on this last order here. So this is May 2020. We're in lockdown. Of course, you've bought the Schwarzkopf Live Color XXL uh, blonde hair dye. Of course you have. <laughs> uh, but oh, also God. you've bought the Tommy Pop-Up Pirate Classic Children's Game. The um, what's, what's it called when you put the daggers in the side of the barrel? With the, is, is it called Pop-Up Pirate? Yeah, Pop-Up Pirate. You bought that as well on the same day. So uh, take us through what the 9th of May 2020 was like. So my, my lockdown, I, I basically, you know, I wasn't going into school. I was, you know, working or doing what I could from home. We were still doing the podcast, mm. uh, you know, distanced in the garden and stuff. And I just thought to myself, you know, barbers were short. I just mm. said to my wife, I said, Do you know what? I'm going to dye my hair blonde. Um, and wow. my wife was just a bit like, well, if you want, like, I'm not really that bothered because we weren't going. Obviously, it was, I mean, now that you're kind of going back out and you kind of do, obviously we're doing shows and stuff again, meeting people. Mm. You take your mind back to that fir- that first one where it was like, you know, when Boris came on the screen, he was just like, everything is closed. <laughs> it was just kind of like, whoa, like seriously. Um, yeah. So I just thought, you know, I'm going to dye my hair blonde. And you then, were inspired um, by Boris's blonde hair, is that what you were? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, made my <laughs> Boris, it made my Boris impression even better. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, and then at the same time, I sat down and watched the first Pirates of the Caribbean with my little girl. And she oh, just yes. absolutely loved it. And I mean, you know, anyone who doesn't say that that first one, The Curse of the Black Pearl, is one of the all-time, like, action swashbuckling classics, then they're absolute oh, I, fools. I've uh, not watched that with my kids yet. What? What am, what am I doing? That's a disgrace. <gasps> oh, it's, a, it's a great, great, yeah, it's a great family that, film. That is a Stop listening to, to Jason Donovan and get on Paris and Caribbean. I was going to say, I bet they've seen every old school neighbours, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I've just admitted to the Jason. Uh, you know, Jason, he's technical a drinker. <laughs> also, uh, rudely, I didn't ask you back what yours were. We'll get to that at the end. Right, sorry, keep going, Lee. Keep going. Uh, uh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, go on. So, yeah, so, we, 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 so I'd bought her a pirate outfit. I'd, you know, when we, we had this big cardboard box and we created a ship in the in the living room and, and she got so into pirates. Oh. It was just like, so then I just started illegally downloading everything. I was like, this is an eel piracy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not joking. And then, um, and then I just thought, oh, you can't. <laughs> What's that? What's that, Daddy? It's a watermark, darling. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just thought, oh, do you know what? Classic pop-up pirate. But what you don't realise is those swords get everywhere. Like, mm. especially when you've got like my little boy, Max. I mean, we should have called him Ralph because he just wrecks everything. And he <laughs> just, he would have just, he'd just pick up the kind of tray of, of uh, swords and just launch it. Uh, but oh. I mean, there's no better feeling than when you when you poke um, <laughs> the the pop up. Get, get to the end of that sentence very quickly. Yeah. Uh, this is an emergency request. To are get we, to are the we end on pop up pirate or the cock book? I can't remember. Um, and yeah, and then the pirate pops up. I mean, <laughs> oh. um, yeah. I tell you what, if you if you put that in the right hole, the pirate will pop up. Let me tell you, he will pop everywhere. All right, listen, uh, we're getting towards the end, Lee. We're gonna go for one more yeah. item from your Amazon purchase history, which I'm fascinated by, actually. You bought this on the 10th of January 2020. So this is before the lockdown happened. I wonder how uh, how long this would have lasted during lockdown. Um, it's the mobile phone jail. This is a brilliant, brilliant idea. Uh, and it costs eight quid. Yeah. 
And it's literally a little yeah. cage that you have to lock your phone in. I talk about this a lot on the podcast. I'm hopelessly addicted to my phone. Are you as bad? Is I'm that why this was bought? Yeah, I'm probably worse. I've never used it. <laughs> I, I don't know whether I. I don't know whether I bought that for for me, yeah. or we've bought it for my stepson, who is 18 uh, and just as, if not more, addicted. So I think the idea was because we would, we, you know, he's he's gone to uni now, but we were at a point where we're like, right, you know, we need to spend a little bit more time together as a family, you know, maybe watch something together, but we all need our phones away. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be quite hard on him, but sort of like, you know, why don't you just put your phone away? But then my wife sort of, well, you never put your phone away. I can put my phone away. If you were to get something, I'd put it away. It won't bother me at all. Um, yeah, I've never used it. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. There's an amazing review um, here. Someone called Jody has written, one star rubbish tat. Flimsy crap. You can pull it apart so a lock is pointed. <laughs> you know, you know, Jody has pulled it apart, don't you? She's going like, I've got to check my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like Hulk. Um, listen, Lee and Adam Parkinson, this has been an absolute delight. Two Mr. P's in a pod. It's out every week. It's a brilliant podcast. If you went to school, if you're a teacher, if you've got a kid, especially in primary school, uh, I cannot recommend it enough. As for their language and the things they buy on Amazon, don't judge them too harshly. Should we leave it at that? Is it fair to say? Yeah, we, this is a yeah. We don't we, we yeah we don't speak like that on our podcast. Podcast. We are, this is after hours. Or this to is, your kids. Uh, yeah. yeah. The views of the <laughs> yeah, two Mr. Yeah, P's yeah, do yeah. not re- reflect those of their schools. Uh, as we said, we are human. Um, but no, no, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, and if anyone has a problem, we'll just get our other brother to rhino slam you. Uh, <laughs> no, thanks for having us, mate. Really, really enjoyed it. Guys, it's been so much fun. Can I just can I just hum you out? Can you see if you can get this song? Go on then. <laughs> You're too young. Oh, it's Donovan, isn't it, Jason? Uh, what's the song you did with Kylie? Lucky. Is it especially for yeah, you? Yeah, that's it. You got it. Oh. There we go. Especially for you. <laughs> Guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play us out with that. We um, can slow dance together. I've Come never on. known anyone oh, try so hard at humming. <laughs> I really, I really, You're scrunched, really going for I really it scrunched up my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, you got to get Jason. I, I want, we, we need to start a campaign to get Jason onto my mate Butter Toaster yeah. because I, 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 it's, got to, it's got to happen. I wouldn't, I mean, he, he, needs, the, he needs the publicity at the moment because he's doing a tour. Oh, I wouldn't be able yeah. to cope. I honestly, sweaty palms just thinking about it. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I yeah. couldn't do it. I'd, I'd have to get, you'd have to come along with your drone to film him for me. <laughs> With your sex pest drone, but also much like you, much like you coming on this today, guys, you shouldn't meet your heroes. You know what I mean? That is that, that is what yeah. worries me. If I meet him and he's just a bit of a fucking asshole, I'll just be a bit disappointed. Yeah. You know, I love him. Or his Amazon's just filled with Jason Donovan merch. Like, bit weird this yeah. way. <laughs> no, he's just, his Amazon's just full of like really hard right literature. Mein Kampf, Jason. Mein Kampf and dildos. Oh man. Kenzie's a biography. Kenzie's biography. <laughs> what is it? What's the book about bitches? Oh, Why God. men love bitches. Oh, I'll tell you what, Kylie was a right one. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't cope. Don't ruin. Stop ruining Jason Donovan for me. God's sake. So the celebrity messages. Mine's Jason Donovan, right? Which you've really gone to town on. You've had a lovely time mocking me for having good, solid taste. Uh, what about you two? Who would be your dream, right? Number one video message. Uh, Lee, I'll come to you first. Oh, do you know who it'd be for me? Uh, I, I think I can guess who Adams would be as well. Oh, that's I think good Adams game. would be up there for me. That, it's like Mr. and Mrs. but with brothers. Um, right? Uh, can I take a can I take a guess at Adams and then I'll see if he can guess mine. Hang on, hang on, so, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. So Adam, yeah. Have you got your phone in front of you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. All right. So what I want you to do is text me. Just DM me. Okay. On WhatsApp. You got my number? Yeah, I've got it on the group, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, just WhatsApp me who your ultimate message would be from. Right. Okay. Uh, yep, here we go. And be honest, don't now yeah, change it no just because you know that you think, right. Don't worry, I'm, I'm going to arbitrate this, mate. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be like yeah. the uh, wrestling referee. Okay, all right, I've got one here. Right. Oh, I've got an option to block or report you, which I might well do. Um, <laughs> it was only a cock colouring book, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Uh, I've texted you mine as well. Yeah. I've texted you mine. Got yours. All right, right. so, uh, Lee, what is Adam's ultimate video message? Who would it be from? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 
Am I right, Adam? Yeah, you're right, yeah. You're spot on. You're spot on. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. All right, okay. Going the other way get then. Get in there. Going the other way then. Uh, oh. for, for a one-all draw. I don't think he's going to get this. The sibling I don't think he's gonna get it. Mr. and Mrs. Adam, who would Lee's ultimate video message be from? Oh, do you know what? It's so hard. There's a couple... Right, I'm going to go for one. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, would it be... What is it? Dead or alive? Are they alive? I sort of, sort of sniffing around for clues. Of course they're alive. They're alive, yeah, they're alive. Yeah. Oh, it's hard. Uh, right, I'm going to go uh, David Beckham. Very nearly. Very, mm. very close. Very similar <laughs> physical size. Similar football skills. Go on, Adam, who's my idol? Who can I watch for hours? Uh, Lee Evans. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. He loves him so much, he's named himself after him. Come on. There was... <laughs> I think he's got he's got similar ears as well. To be fair to him, <laughs> um, <laughs> he's probably sweating like him as well now. He is with that drone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, listen, guys, this has been great. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. Oh, thank cheers, you. Thanks, mate. Lars. Oh, cheers. Thanks for having us. To Mr. P's, their podcast is really good. It's really, really funny. You'll love it. Uh, they were great, weren't they? Enjoyed that a lot. All right, back next week. More of the same. I love you, good baby, and I want you for the rest of my days. GreatBigOwl.com Hello, Nicholas Craig, author of I, an actor, is back. It's a podcast. It's available wherever it is you get your podcasts from. Thank you. From comedy legend Nigel Planer and Great Big Al. Nicholas Craig, I, an actor, a podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.